A Woman's View with Amanda Dixon. A look at the news here at home and around the world, all from the perspective of women. Now, Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. What a treat I have for you this week. Luz Luis Perez is with me, the Director of Development for the Kidney Foundation for Utah and Idaho. Hello, Luz. Hi, good morning. Good to see you. Jeanette Bott is with me, President and CEO of the Utah Food Bank. Jeanette, nice to see you. Thank you. It's great to be back. And Susan Madsen is my guest, the founder and director of the Utah Women and Leadership Project and the Karen Haight Huntsman Endowed Professor of Leadership in the Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University. Hello, Susan. Always good to see you, Amanda. Thank you so much for your time, all of you. I, I want to start with uh, a political question, and this has to do with NATO. I was not surprised because, of course, nothing surprises us anymore. But when former President Trump basically invited Russia to invade a NATO country that hadn't paid up their full 2% of GDP to support NATO, he said, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. And so here's the headline I saw in the Deseret News. The headline said, traitorous or tough love? I'm not sure it's either. But may I begin with you, Susan? What do you make of that? I smile. I laugh at some of the things. I guess my response is it's not all or nothing. We have really smart people, and we need to get more of those in our in our national government, right? We have smart people that if you get a mix of diverse voices in the room, there's problem solving that can be done. And you and I have talked so many times about the research on diversity and when you have gender diversity and race and different peoples of different experiences, you can get solutions to the most complex problems there are. And this is complex, but there's other ways. I would just say it's not black and white. Mm -hmm. Luz, what do do you make of it? Well, my first thought was he sounds like um, a thug. (laughs) He sounds like a mafioso. So it was startling to hear that. But the thing that really got me about the article was that right now, what, there's only 11 out of 30 NATO members that are paying their dues or whatever. I'm not a NATO expert. I'm not an international or European history expert. But um, during the days of Obama and also George Bush, there were 20. And they didn't threaten. They just, you know, if you wanted to be part of NATO. I don't know what the repercussions are for those. I agree that those who want the protection of NATO should definitely give up their 2% GDP can't all be on the United States. I side with Trump on that. It can't all be the United States all of the time, particularly where Europe is concerned. However, I don't think threatening is a good look, and I don't think looking like a mobster is a good look. But, you know, if we want to include other countries in NATO who might strengthen our resolve in Europe for peace, uh, I just don't think threats are the way to do it. I think proving Mm -hmm. that together we're stronger and being able to uphold democracies in Europe, as we're trying to do right now, uh, is probably a better look. Mm, interesting. What, what do you think, Jeanette? I think it's an interesting scenario when we look at some issues of communication style that people use. But, you know, comments like that come across as being a bully. You know, strong-arming, threatening. I agree that payment needs to be made. I agree that 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 you know if you're going to be part of a of a membership organization you you do have to do your part but i think as we look at the world around us and peace is so fragile 
And as we look at countries who are struggling with so many different issues, you would hope that someone who has a voice that is strong, who people still tend to listen to, could have a voice that would come across with something of a positive nature, with a thought process, with a plan, with inclusion, with collaboration, instead of coming across in such a direct and almost negative way. Some people will react to that and respond, but others find it very, I think, intimidating. To want to participate in something regardless of what it is, you want to be encouraged and you want to have positive support. The way that was approached was not positive in any way. We also heard this week that Vladimir Putin said he thought Biden would do a better job. He commented on the presidential election and Trump's immediate response was, see, you're seeing this as a negative. It's a positive because what that really is saying is that Putin wants Biden because he knows Biden will hand him Ukraine. Any thoughts about that? I have many, but I don't think I should probably share them over the radio. <laughs> oh, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just shocked. We're potentially down to only two choices, viable choices. Oh. And, and it's like there are so many good people in the yes. United States, so many competent people. And how did we get ourselves here? Why are we allowing this to be that way? And we've been here before and it nothing's gone really well since then. So I, I just, you know, we love democracy and we want it. We don't want something else, but there's got to be a better way than having two people that are not necessarily respected by most of the people in the United States. We've got or in to their get own parties. To a, or even in their own parties. But we have to get to a place where that title of president is respected again in in a way it's just not by so many in people. In a general right now. way. Yeah. 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 Where the president but, is the president for all people. But don't you find with the state of politics the way they are, and I use that very broadly, people are very hesitant to become involved. It's like, we're not going to do this. And someone somewhere has to step up and say, it's time for change. Mm -hmm. We can start by having more people attend on uh, caucuses in Utah on March 5th. But that's a place where not a lot of women have been. And then the, that's the place where delegates are chosen. And then the delegates, you know, it goes on and on. I say some people are not getting involved, but I'm in circles where more people are leaning in, including mm. women. It's I a tough so. place for women because of the way that it is with the meanness and different places. Women don't typically like to be there, but we have to if we want to lead change. Mm. You wanted to say, Luz? I was just going to, going back to the thought about why Putin would actually um, put in a word for Biden. I think the trouble with that is that most red-blooded Americans who think they're on the right side would probably do exactly the opposite. Competitive countries are probably more likely to pick presidents where they could, uh, as their, their country could have the upper hand. Mm -hmm. But I really feel like it was kind of a, a shot at trying to get Trump elected. We'll take a, a brief break and be back. This is A Woman's View on KSL News Radio.